Hi there. Welcome back to my transgender nation. Jessica here. Today we have a special guest and I can't talk. I'm going to start all over again. Boy, this is going to be one of those days. I can see it already. <clears throat> Hi there. Jessica here. Welcome back to my transgender nation. Today we have a special guest, John Pika Sneedon. He is the executive director of Connecticut Gay Lesbian Chamber here in Connecticut. And John has agreed to come online and let me torture him and have him uh, tell us his story and about the, what the, the chamber does here in Connecticut. Uh, welcome, John. Hi. Nice to see you, Jess. It's Hi, great everybody. to see you. Thank you for taking the time to do this with us today. This is great. My pleasure. Cool. All right. So where we'll start is uh, just tell us in Reader's Digest version uh, your personal story. Okay. I grew up in New York City in the Queens section and uh, lived most of my life there until I was about 20, 21. I moved to California for two years, then moved back to New York, and then eventually met my husband in, in Manhattan and moved up to Connecticut to start our life. That was about 37 years ago, last week. Wow. So, um, yeah, we've been together 37 years. That's fabulous. It is because um, most couples, um, you know, uh, gay couples usually um, are in and out of relationships. Uh, I know myself when I was younger, I didn't really have plans to ever meet anybody to to have a life with. And, you know, because I grew up back in the, the 70s and the 80s and who thought that, you know, 37 years later, uh, we've been together and then married, I, I want to say, since 2015. Wow. And so it's been, it's been, and we also have six kids. Um, they're, they're all adopted um, and they were grown. Well, five are grown. I still have one at home who's 16. So, um, you know, I, I'm a floral designer by trade. I worked in, um, in the flower industry in Manhattan and California and here in Connecticut, I had my own business for about 35 years. And, um, and I'm only 25. <laughs> and I have a bridge I want to sell you really soon. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's a great story. I like that story. So how did you go from being a florist to be involved with the Connecticut Gay Lesbian Chamber? Sure. Um, about a couple of years ago, six, seven years ago, to be exact, in 2014, um, I had been diagnosed with cancer for the second time. And so I had surgery and I had, you know, friends come and visit. And one of my friends that came uh, sat on the board of directors for the Connecticut Gay Lesbian Chamber. And we were talking and she said to me, um, I'm looking for a new executive director for the chamber and we have some people lined up and I looked at her in my, you know, my hospital gown and I said, <laughs> to her, I said, Oh my God, that's like the perfect job for me. And she's like, what? And I said, it's the perfect job for me because I was president of the chamber in my town here in Connecticut in East Windsor yep. and chairman of the economic development commission. I was uh, chairman of the, the board, of, uh, the board of Education. So I had a lot of board um, experience. And so she looked at me and she said, um, well, um, I, 
you know, and I said, why didn't you tell me? She says, well, you had cancer and you, you were having surgery. You would have canceled it. I said, you're damn right. I would have canceled it. <laughs> That's the perfect job for me. So, um, so I did, I never applied. Um, so they hired this young man who was wonderful. And that lasted for about four months. And I kept telling her, you know, that job's mine. You know, that job's mine. So September, October, um, they let the, the young man go, the, the, the other executive director. And we're doing so good, I guess. Four months later, he's gone already. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but I didn't, I didn't, do, any, <laughs> I didn't do anything you know, to, to make his life. Not me. Yeah, oh, not me. I was with my kid. Um, and so uh, November, um, they, I gave them my, my resume. And then in November of 2014, I had an interview uh, with the board and they hired me um, within 24 hours. I was wow. a new executive director and started December, 2014. So now it's March of 2022 and yeah. I'm still the, the executive director. So I guess I didn't do anything wrong. Well. All right then, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it was a good fit right from the bat, basically. Yes. Well, I said to, I said to her, I said, you know, I've been an administrator. I've been, you know, presidents of different organizations. And the key component is I'm queer. <laughs> Very helpful. <laughs> it did help. It's <laughs> like that. good. Very good. So uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what the Connecticut Gay Lesbian Chamber does here in the yeah. state of Connecticut for its members and for the community? Absolutely. Um, we are the only chamber of commerce that covers the entire state of Connecticut. So, you know, from border to border, from state to state, you know, we, we cover everybody. And it's, you know, more like a, um, a community. We try, I try to, you know, keep it as a community. And the board that we have today makes it a, a, a joint effort for the LGBTQ and allied business community. We support all of them, especially in the last two years with this pandemic. We never really allowed anybody to not be a member. You know, we did not send out bills or invoices during the pandemic. And once everybody realized that they could stay, you know, being a member of the chamber and coming to meetings, obviously like the rest of the world, we did Zoom meetings, um, we were lucky enough to have the governor come on and the uh, lieutenant governor, one of the, the directors of the SBA, the Small Business Administration here in Connecticut. So we, we tried to keep everybody informed of what was going on through the pandemic, out of the state, out of the federal government. Um, but most of all, most of all, we give the opportunity to LGBTQ and allied businesses, or allied businesses that support the LGBT, uh, we give them a place to go. We give them a place to belong. As you know, in, in any, any aspect of the LGBTQ community, one of the things that we always desire is to belong. Some of us, you know, lost our families, some of us were thrown out, some of us were abused, so we're always looking for friends. We're always looking for a community that one accepts us for who we are, not to change us, 
to accept our authentic selves. So who we are is very important. Who they are is very important Amen. to us. Yeah, I like that. That's great. And most of all, to give those people a place to network so they can feel confident in themselves to network with other people who are just like them, similar, accepting. And that really is what it's about, you know, at any chamber of commerce. A chamber of commerce is, is always a good organization. But for the for this the Connecticut Gay and Lesbian Chamber, we give the LGBTQ community and allied community, business community a place to go. And 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 it's needed too. It's good. That's good that it's out there. You're also associated with the National Chamber as well, right? Yes, uh, the National Gay and Lesbian Chamber is out of Washington, and um, we are affiliated with them. And anybody that is in the state of Connecticut, an LGBT, 51% owned LGBT business can apply to become a registered, certified LGBTQ business. Now, for those that don't know what that means, um, I'm sure you've all heard of supply and diversity. And if you heard of supply and diversity, that means that every major company around the world it, it's not just here in the United States, but around the world offers certain minorities a percentage of that they have to give, you know, to hire them. Sure. That's, that's very important for the LGBT certified businesses because that gives them an in, not necessarily going to get the job, yep. but it gives you that in to, to put in a bid to make sure that we're, we have a seat at the table. Most of the time, we don't have a seat at the table. Like the state of Connecticut does not recognize LGBTQ plus as a minority. And right now we're working on legislature. We don't get involved in politics because that's like in business, that's cutting your throat. Yeah, yeah, amen to that, yes. But when it comes to our, our own community, mm -hmm. then we support it. So I'm working with legislators now and other uh, executive directors for other LGBT nonprofit organizations around the state to help persuade legislature to recognize LGBTQ as a minority. And this basically means that we as a community and anybody that's a registered LGBT certified, they can apply to us uh to any kind of uh, a job that the state offers and they have to be considered part of that right now we don't have a seat at the table oh i hope that changes soon for everybody's sake that well be trust me <laughs> um that's what we're working on yeah. and, <laughs> and if i know anybody that could probably get it done it's you so well thank you i think it's in good hands that's for sure thank you jazz yeah absolutely <clears throat> All right, so you know, you've got the the, cha the Connecticut Chamber, you got the National Chamber, um, you're working with the business owners. Um, what else um, does the uh, Chamber get involved with? Um, at, at this point right now, um, we in the state of Connecticut are extremely lucky because we have such a large LGBTQ population. Mm -hmm. um, during a year, there's about 27, 28 pride events in the state of Connecticut. Now, 
if 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 California said that, you could understand. If Texas said that, we'd be crazy because they wouldn't do it. Um, but through the through the the whole idea of the state of Connecticut being such a small state, but we have 20, 27, 28, I think we just added another one, um, events throughout the year. So starting in May all the way up until November, um, which is great. You know, there's there's different pride events, there's different parades, there's different groups. Um, the, all of the major cities, Bridgeport, New Haven, Middletown, Hartford, um, we all have, they all have pride events. So we have that. We also, um, there's different kinds of drag shows that are put around, put on during the year around the state. Even Foxwoods, who is a corporate partner of ours, um, has been able to do and put on events. We have all of the sports teams throughout the state of Connecticut, from the Connecticut Sun to the hockey teams of the Wolfpack and the Bridgeport Islanders. We have the Yard Goats. We have the Hartford Athletic soccer team. All of them have Pride Nights coming up. We're all part of that. Wow, that's amazing. So hear about it. If anybody you know wants information about it, just go to our website and sign up for our newsletter. And you'll get all of that information. So do you list on your website all the different events that are going on that you're aware of? Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm trying. <laughs> Again, I'm the only employee. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I try to do as much as I can. Sure. So I'm waiting for, I was waiting for a lot of the um, logos, the LGBT, the rainbow logos from the yep. different uh, um, sports uh, uh, events. Yep. And so those will go right on our calendar. So hopefully by the end of this week, I'll have everything uploaded and on our calendar. If you if people sign up with their email, then they'll get a direct email blast from Excellent. us with all of the events. Oh, that, wow. That, that's very cool. Yes. We try to inform. Yeah. Well, that's that's half the battle right there, right? Yes. It's and so hard to be involved if you don't know what things are going on. So you know, exactly. it's great that there's a resource for so many different items so that you can see what's going on. Right. And what that does is, regardless of what the town is, whether it's Hartford to New Haven, to Middletown, to Bethel, to Groton, um, it, Norwalk, uh, it brings people into those areas and they all shop in those areas. They spend their money, whether it's in, you know, local stores, restaurants, coffee shops, um, you know, the entertainment, you know, the, the bars, you know, in the evenings. Um, so, you know, we tried to gear everybody to go into those areas so they can support local business. Yeah. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. And we do have an event coming up in uh, September, uh, September 24th. Your we gala. Are yes, our gala. We are celebrating 15 years um, that we've been around here in Connecticut. And that's going to be at the Fox Tower. Again, anybody interested in advertising or anything like that, um, you could reach me, um, you know, at just go to www.ctglc.org and uh, my emails, every, all the information is there about me and just email me. Excellent. Good to hear. So obviously uh, I brought you on because I'm a member of the transgender community and, yes. and, and this uh, site that we're doing this interview on is, 
It's called My Transgender Nation, and we're supporting the transgender community. How, how does um, how, how does your organization, other than myself, who is a member of your your chamber, do you have many other uh, transgender uh, people or organizations affiliated with you guys at all? Or yes. Yeah. Uh, well, most of most of the other, we have one other member that I know of. It's it's very difficult to ask people. Yeah, um, well, you usually know. I mean, yeah, um, we do have another member that is a uh, transgender, and um, he right now is, was a member of our board, but had to step down because he wrote a book. Ah, and okay. and hopefully, you know, Jessica, you'll have you'll have him on. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, I look forward to that. That would be yes. fun. Um, but anytime we have any kind of uh, events that we hear about from any of the uh, LGBT organizations, if there's Transgender Awareness Week, if there's Transgender Remembrance, we promote all of that on our social media and we promote yep. it all on our um, uh, you know, events calendar if something's coming up. We try to we tried to keep abreast of all of the aspects. I remember that there was a woman that I had called me one time, this was a couple of years ago, and she said, how come you don't promote anything for bisexuals? And I'm like, well, send me stuff because <laughs> I, don't, I don't, you know, if I don't hear about it, I'm not sitting up reading every newspaper every, or watching every television show that's going on to tell me what's going on. Your crystal so, ball doesn't work that well, apparently. No, no. I'm only <laughs> one person. Um, but uh, the, the transgender community has always been, and this is one of those things that, that I've been around for a very long time. I was young enough, old enough, to be around 51 years ago for Stonewall. I lived in New York. I remember watching it on television not actually knowing i'm not going to lie and say oh my god that those were my people um but i can't say that i knew what was going on but i remember it happening the only reason why is because the week before judy garland died and that i remember that <laughs> so, so from from stonewall to aids to transgender people being constantly put down and not revered because why we celebrate what who we are our community was based on Marsha P Johnson and, and Sylvia Rivera who are the two most prominent uh, trans people that were around back in Stonewall right and and people tend to forget I remember seeing I'm pretty sure it was on um, the life and death of Marsha P Johnson where there's a the documentary or docudrama where Sylvia Rivera showed up to the first Pride the year after Stonewall and they wouldn't let her speak. And it's in the video and, um, and it's on Netflix. If you actually listen to what, what she was saying, she speaks the truth because without our transgender family, we would not be where we are today. We would not have the pride that we have today. We would
would not that we as Americans already should have. So to the transgender community who are unfortunately being so um, discriminated against by not only the laws, but by, by our own people and by the, 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 the straight people, um, they should be revered and accepted and understood and loved more than anything. Um, I have the opportunity right now to have a, um, a gay son who um, he's not quite adopted yet. I can't talk about his name or anything, but um, until he's adopted, then call me and then I'll tell you, I'll complain. <laughs> um, but, you know, we, we talk and his point of view is so different than mine, you know, because I've lived for the last 64 years yeah. and he's only had 16. And yeah. I look at him and his friends and I look that they already accept who they are and, and what they have. Whereas and when I love them too, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's it's wonderful to look because to, to watch them because they don't have to fight, but they have to continue. And like I said to my son, you know, you have to just because you have all of those things right now from from my generations. Yeah. I said, that doesn't mean you sit back and you don't do anything. Yeah. So you have to fight for the community. It depends on who's who's on the fire, whether it's a gay man, a lesbian, a transgender, a bisexual, uh, someone who is who doesn't know, but doesn't identify yet. You have to be there to support them, and that, for me, with the chamber with the, all of the nonprofit organizations that we are affiliated with and they're affiliated with us. Mm -hmm. I think that's very important. Next, um, I think next, or the June, June, 20, June 28th, actually, I'm gonna be sitting on a panel for the Greater New Haven Chamber who's mm -hmm. doing a pride event. Oh, really? That's, that's huge, okay? Yeah. That's, that's huge to yeah. have a, another chamber of commerce who have reached out to me multiple times, you know, to uh, for information. I sat on there for a short time. I sat on their diversity board. <coughs> Excuse me, but um, you know, we try to stay as, as active with the the trans community because they they right now they need the voice. Yeah, they need the voice. They need to be accepted. They need to understand that there are people in our community that will throw the first brick. Yep. So they don't have to. There you go. What would you say to someone who has a transgender person in their orbit? How would you tell them to help support the, that transgender person? Listen. Mm, there you go. Listen, just listen to what they're talking about. You know, don't, don't ever, ever dismiss and it's not just the transgender but especially for a youth person somebody that's young you know if a little boy wants to play with a doll oh for god's sakes let him play with the goddamn doll yeah if a little girl wants to play for it with a truck let her play with a truck if you feel that you're so insecure as a parent that you can't let your child be who they are then that that you then look at the problem. It's not the child, it's you. So my suggestion to anybody that is a parent 
or an aunt or an uncle or a grandparent, a friend, that if you see somebody that a little boy or a little girl or somebody that that just is being themselves without being forced upon. I was lucky. I was extremely lucky growing up. I, I played with trucks. I played with dolls. I played baseball. I danced. I did it all because no one ever told me I couldn't. So listen, listen to the youth of today. Listen to our children and listen to them when they talk. It's not necessarily the words they're saying. It's the words they're not saying. Great words. Thank you so much. Any last thoughts before we go, John? Oh, last thoughts. Um, yes, I do have a last thought. Always, right. always, always, always support local businesses. Local businesses are the backbone of the state and of this country. Yep. And the more that you support them, the more they will be. I'm blessed to say that that over the last probably three months, I've talked to three people that want to open a brick and mortar shop. Wow. I haven't heard that in years. Yeah, yeah. That's and they're it. all LGBTQ. Hey, now you're talking. So support your local local businesses Excellent. and listen to your children. Great words, great words indeed. Well, John, thank you so much for taking the time today and, and having this discussion with us. I greatly appreciate it. Um, I will uh, post uh, your email address when I, when I put this video up for people to reach you and, and the Connecticut Gay Lesbian Chamber. And for everybody listening, thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, if you haven't already, like and subscribe our channel. You can find us on Facebook at My Transgender Nation, our website, MyTransgenderNation.com, and obviously on this YouTube uh, channel as well. I greatly appreciate your time, and I hope to talk to you soon. Oh, if you have any ideas for future videos, please make sure you send us a message and let us know. Take care, everybody.